Welcome to the Five Freedom Show. My name is William Wood. And my name is Christian Vesterfeld. And we're here to help you find the freedom that you've long deserved. We believe that there are five basic freedoms that every human being deserves. We believe that these five freedoms can be cultivated. We're here to entertain you. We're here to inform you. We're here to help you take your life to the next level. So if you're ready to have some fun, if you're ready to learn something new, then go ahead and crank up the volume because we're ready to rock and roll. And that story we then invest our life energy into. Maybe I'm sitting on my meditation cushion and all of a sudden I start to feel the sensations of lower back pain. It's not anything that would cause me alarm that I would need to get up and move. It's the dull kind of soreness that comes from sitting for a very, very long period of time. Because this is a relatively persistent sensation, I notice that my attention moves away from my breath into the feeling in the lower back. And then my mind begins to comment on it. Oh, your back hurts or my back hurts. And my mind will do both, right? Oh, that really hurts. You're going to die. Oh my gosh, this hurts so bad. And the inner commentator starts going on then the emotion starts to arise in response to the thoughts that I'm thinking. It may be the first time I was on the meditation cushion and I started to get lower back pain, it was, uh, it was the feeling of overwhelm. Ir well, actually, probably first it was irritation that led to overwhelm that led finally to desperation. There was a moment when I actually thought if I don't get up and, and move, I'm going to die. Now, there was nothing critical going on. There was no major signal. I was just sore from sitting. And yet my mind started to selectively focus in on certain inputs, sensations, and certain thoughts and emotions that I was having to generate a story about the experience that I was having. Now, it's not that you and I won't form stories or even can't form stories. I think as a human being, one of the things that we have to do is to generate a story of meaning about our experience. The question is, is the one you're telling yourself useful? The very first significant breakthrough that I had as I was meditating was when I started to observe the way that my inner storyteller was weaving stories together. Now, in that instant, it didn't do anything to change it, but by bringing awareness into it, it began to soften the experience little by little, bit by bit, because I realized that in that moment, the meaning of my experience was not some absolute truth. It was something that my mind was generating. And if it generated it, I could also learn to change that story. 
Okay, so that's one bit. Now, that was like super deep and profound. I hope on the other end you're going, whoa. <laughs> because the reality is that, that these things are profound and they're life-changing once you finally get it. Um, and once I got it, it, it's changed my life and I still got lots left to change. Okay, so another thing. I, there's a fundamental attitude that goes along with the cultivation of your attention. And that attitude is gentleness and compassion. Why gentleness and compassion? Because here is the truth. You're not perfect. You will get distracted. You will tell yourself stories. You will sometimes even recognize a story and not want to let it go even if that story's not serving you. Some stories are useful. A lot aren't. <laughs> and your mind will probably do this more than, in your, more than you can stay present, especially in the beginning. And even as you go on. As you go on and you become a more experienced meditator, what you will become is you'll become more aware of how your mind is doing it. But that doesn't right away stop your mind from doing it. I do believe that people get to periods where they have long bouts of mind silence, but it takes years for most people to cultivate that kind of attention. So why gentleness and compassion? Gentleness. Because what you're really doing when you're meditating is you're sitting there for one minute, five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour to practice the act of forgiving yourself. See, if you try to forgive that one big thing that you did, it might be too early. But if you get to practice over and over again, gently forgiving yourself for having your mind wander or going into the future, going into the past, or telling yourself a story, eventually you exercise your forgiveness muscles enough that you start to forgive yourself for some of those bigger things, your shortcomings, your downfalls, the parts of your personality you wish you could delete, and some of your inner struggles. So when distractions come up, the thing I teach my students to do is I teach them not to abruptly transition their attention from what they're paying attention to back to their breath or to the present moment in some way, but instead to gently become aware of what your mind has done. So let's say that my mind is future tripping. I'm taking a trip into the future to anticipate my presentation tomorrow. And I'm visually rehearsing that and I've totally lost track of the present moment and I've totally lost track of my breath. Rather than go, oh no, I'm so dumb. Why did I lose my attention? And to be really harsh with myself, I can gently become aware of my future tripping thought. So before I even turn my attention away from it, I just gently rest my awareness or my attention on the thing that was the dis dis distraction. I might rest there for a second, I might rest there for two seconds, I might rest there for 10. 
long enough to become fully aware of what it is that the mind has done to take me from the present moment. Once I have gently and fully rested my attention on that thought, sensation, or emotion, then I return with gentleness to the breath. Returning the attention back into the present moment, back into the here and the now. Isn't that beautiful? The other attitude is one of compassion. You are not some kind of transcended being in this moment. Maybe there's a part of you that is. <laughs> but most of you is not. At least most of me is not. right? I literally found in the beginning stages of meditation that 95% of the time, my brain was elsewhere. So the compassion comes from recognizing your humanity and being willing to forgive yourself over and over and over again. Forgiving the little moments of anger, forgiving the little moments of irritation, forgiving the depraved thought, forgiving, 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 over and over and over again. And when you master the art of gentleness and forgiving compassion, my experience has been that you also become a lot nicer to be around because these same attitudes that you've been cultivating towards the self now start to show up in your interpersonal relationships. And little by little, bit by bit, people enjoy being around you because you are gentle and because you are full of forgiveness and compassion in a world that is filled with so much judgment and hate. I hope you take the meditation journey. Don't start too big, unless you want to, unless you're really motivated. Start with one minute a day. Become totally still, focus on your breath, and start to study how your mind is doing what it's doing, how it's weaving the tales that keep you bound. And little by little, bit by bit, as you go from one minute to five, and from five minutes to 10, and maybe eventually to 20 minutes a couple of times a day, you'll find that your old responses are loosening you'll find that the hold, that the anxiety and the sadness and the stuckness and the discontent in your life is melting little by little, bit by bit, like an ice cube. And eventually one morning you'll wake up and you'll realize that the ice cube has completely melted. The largest compliment that I think that I have ever received came from my wife. After I'd been meditating for several years, one day she said, I don't feel so on edge around you anymore. That anxiety, that pressure in my chest that had always been there that caused me to be a little 
edgy. I was a good guy. She loved me. But I was always just like type A, go, 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 go. Pressure, pressure, pressure. And I, I suppose I still have my moments. But she really noticed that that response had softened so much that it was mostly gone most of the time. And what's amazing is that it happened so slowly, so subtly, that I hadn't even really noticed it until she brought it up. You are worth it. Take the time to pause and to become grounded in the present moment. Your whole life can change, and it starts by focusing in on your breath.